Drive gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top, bang, bang. the Tiger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Joshua Eunings, and today is Saturday, but today is day free of the NBA free agency period where everything's cooking up. And I got exciting news for everyone that's pay, been paying attention to the Kevin Durant situation. And we finally have a third team announced. Or rumor. So for rumor innuendo, it is rumor announced that there's a third team circulating that would want DA. And there would be a freeway trade for Kevin Durant between... The Suns, Nets, and that third team. We're going to get to that in our topic of the day. But first, we're going to break down days one and two. Just a short recap. And I hope you guys have been following along with the many segments we've been putting out across social media. You can find that on our YouTube page, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, I think it's not on Spotify. I have no idea. Um, iTunes, Vinar, say that Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and all of those different places. We're everywhere. So anywhere you listen on, we are there. We're also on TuneIn. You guys are TuneIn followers, TuneIn subscribers, whatever the case may be. But yeah, I hope you guys have been following along with the mini uh, with the mini segments that we post now, 20, 20 to thirty minutes. Because yesterday we talked about Kevin Herter. Uh, two days ago, we talked about the Hawks' first trade, and of that was, of course, surrounding Jonte Murray. So I'm not going to get into too great of details as we obviously detailed that in uh, further in the other two podcast segments or episodes or mini episodes, whatever you want to categorize it as. But yeah, today it's just going to be simple. I'm going to tell you. The free agent agreements. I'm going to tell you contract extensions, the trades, and other news that's happening around the world that actually means something, right? I am getting this from hoopsrumors.com. So, for anyone that always wants to make sure that they get up to date, I guess, like recap news at the end of the day, that is that. Or, better yet, come to Courts of Heat. Dot com where we do it live. Legit, when it breaks, we have the article on the site as that's what we did for the blockbuster trade involving Rudy Gobert, Kevon Looney, Kevin Herter, Malcolm Brogdon, and all those different guys. We've been breaking news as it's coming out and we're just trying to stay ahead of the curve in any way that we can within mock trades trying to figure out where guys are going to go. And we did that with telling you who the Wizards are going to pick up in free agency. We told you their needs and stuff, but we told you that 
we, we told you who was going to go where and mainly with the Wizards. And as I was saying before, you can find the podcast and all those streaming platforms, but you can find for social media, just go to uh, twitter.com slash courtside heat. That's where we're mainly at. That's where you guys can communicate w- with us the most. Send us direct messages, send us comments publicly, like, uh, like, uh, retweet, and pretty much just join the flow of just NBA news exploding. We have been diving into deep, heavy stuff. I'm not even kidding you guys. It's insane. Like, I'm excited. It's also pretty funny how much stuff has been coming out. Because in day one, within the first 30 minutes, we saw 30 transactions happen. 30 agreements happen. Not even kidding you, right? In total, that entire day, it was 38, but within the first 30 minutes, and I see Mark Stein put that out, where it was about 30 30 agreements, 30 guys signing contracts, or agreeing to say contracts. So I found that really, really interesting and really, really fun at the same time because it was coming one after the other. But yeah, guys, find us on Twitter. We're going to get back to Instagram. We're going to get back to Facebook. But with how hectic everything is right now, the main things you want to be finest on is the podcast, all your stream platforms. Don't care. We're on there. We've proven it. We're on everything. And, of course, Twitter.com. We're on Twitter. Um, if you want to use the website, great. If you want to use the app, great. Makes no difference. It's Quartzite Heat at Quartzite Heat. Again, that's Twitter.com slash Quartzite Heat. Where we're posting about 100 times per day, it seems like. And we have so many interactive polls, too. So join that as that is pretty much on the social media end. With everything also, guys, don't forget to support us through Patreon. That would be such a huge, huge uh, appreciation. I would really appreciate that because for all stuff that we have pumped uh, have planned for things that we've been doing. We just want to keep pumping out content for you guys, interactive stuff for you guys, from podcast episodes to simple to very detailed high-level articles to pretty much being on social media every single hour, giving you guys the best in basketball insight and just breaking it down further than what the experts are doing. All we're asking for is just a simple, simple donation. Nothing big. Just support us. It will be down below. Three bucks per month. I'm not asking for anything more. Just a quick $3 donation. And that would be truly, truly amazing. I would be I would be ecstatic. That would be very much appreciated. Now, going off of Patreon, let's try to swing this to NBA. Right? We're going to correlate money. You give us money, now we're going to talk about NBA players getting money. And let's just jump into this right now. So we saw the first day of action. We saw the first day of action, right? We saw um, we, we saw everything happen on the first day of free agency, but real quick. Real quick. 
the night before, and I'm going to talk about this because I have to recap because I've not done a mini segment on it, and I didn't feel I, I wanted to do a mini segment on it, but because I wanted to put in the main podcast just because if no one else hears the mini segments, that's fine. But real quick, the night before, yeah, the day before Fragency opens, saw around there. Before first day comes roaring around, Miles Bridges gets tangled up in the news because it was reported that Miles Bridges was charged with felony domestic violence. And yesterday, yesterday, Miles Bridges' wife posted injury photos after alleged attack. Um, so when this story first came out, when I first started reading it, I guess he had a confrontation, altercation with his wife. Before it was revealed to be his wife, I guess it was just a woman. Then, but then it was his wife, um... Michelle Johnson, I hope I'm saying that first name correctly. If not, I apologize. Where there was an occasion, there was a confrontation, stuff was happening. Miles Bridges left, things were happening, and then later he turned himself in. Look, he. All I have to say is this. No. Innocent man willingly turns himself in without feeling guilt. You don't do that. Not only, let's take this from a basketball perspective real quick, not only are his NBA days numbered, I hope he doesn't step on step onto the court ever again. Because my issue is, and this is beyond basketball, you, you, I don't care what age you are, you can be 24 like he is. You don't hurt a woman. You don't. I'm I'm sorry. You just don't. And and Yahoo Sports is right when putting in their header, putting their header, that his wife Michelle Johnson shared disturbing images of alleged assault. And you look at these photos. That's bad. No, 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 that's bad. You don't. I, 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 I can't believe I have to say this, but you don't hurt a woman. You don't hurt a woman, especially your wife. You don't touch a woman. You just don't. So, he thought it was okay to hurt hurt a girl. He thought it was okay just get an altercation, because he was bigger. He was stronger. Or some ticked him off. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But from the information I've gathered through reading different uh, tweets, articles, things like that. And there's photos. And if these photos are true about this alleged attack, then Miles Bridges should never be able to make millions of dollars again playing basketball. Miles Bridges never should step onto a court again because 
It's not like he had an altercation with a dude. He didn't. He had an altercation. And from the photos, it was a pretty bad altercation to his own wife, to a woman, to a lady. You don't do that. As a man, you don't do that. You don't do that. And from what I understand, um, I'm trying to read her, I'm trying to read her statements. I guess they had children together. So not only are you hurting your wife, but you're traumatizing your own children because his children has to wake up to their mommy, maybe in pain with bruises everywhere, and she has to try to explain to, to, to her children what happened. That, that's wrong. Like, he, and I know the NBA says that they're not going to, what was I, not put down a punishment or something. They're going to let the judge, let the police do whatever they want, let the higher-ups do, let the, let the law do what it wants. I'm fine with that. But you, you ban him from the NBA. Because, honestly, when I saw this stuff come out, I was legit angry because no man, no man should ever lay his hands on a woman. No one. Especially your wife. I don't care if you're 24, you're 30, you're 40. I don't care how old you are. You do not hurt a woman. You don't injure them. You don't punch them. You don't slap them. No, you won't do any of that. A real man doesn't do that. I'm pretty sure that how I understand things, a gentleman doesn't do that. And a real husband doesn't do that. Now, if I'm wrong in anything I'm saying, I'm happy for somebody to counter-argument what I'm saying, to counter what I'm saying, but from what I'm reading on social media, people are sharing the same feelings as me. And that made me really upset. Not because he's not going to be able to play basketball, but because not because this is an inconvenience for him. No, it's because he hurt a woman. He hurt his own wife. And again, if these photos she posts are true about this alleged attack, then this guy's messed up and he's a horrible human being. That's how I see it in my book. That's how I see it. Because he's not... Here's the thing. Miles Bridges, and it could be anyone, right? I'm just going to say, you, you don't do that. You don't do that. The last time, to be, to be honest, guys, the last time I was taught about this, uh, taught about this, I'm... I don't know. My my dad told me that men were supposed to protect women, not beat them. You don't you don't do that. So it sickens me, it disturbs me, it makes me angry. Because a real man that cares for his girlfriend or his wife or has respect for women in general 
don't do that stuff. That's wrong. You need to hold a human being for it. So, not only if this, if all this is true, and I'm not doubting it for one second. He he's not playing basketball ever again. I'm just I'm just saying from a basketball perspective, he's not playing basketball ever again. Because if a team gave him a second shot in the league, because they, well he's a good basketball player that last season averaged twenty points and seven rebounds per game. I would boycott that team. I would never mention that team again. I don't care if they're in the playoffs. I would never refer to them because that tells me all I need to know that they put basketball over some over somebody just got assaulted by that player. So to be honest, guys, that made me angry. He, you don't put your hands on your wife. You don't put your hands on a woman. That is. That you don't do that. You just don't do that. And that's. That's sickening. Wednesday afternoon. Was arrested. For felony domestic violence. This is horrible. Yeah, this dude's a horrible human being. And quote, this is what she's saying. This is, these are the injuries that she dealt with. A fractured nose, wrist, torn eardrum, torn muscles in her neck. A severe concussion. Horrible human being. That dude's a bomb. He is. Like, he's a horrible And so, you brutalize a woman, but then her, then her children has to see that, and now they're traumatized. That's wrong. That's sick. And I don't care if you're a millionaire with the best lawyers in the world to get you out of this situation. You're a horrible human being. That's going to be staying with you. You're no longer respected. You're a bomb. That's, that's who Mob Bridges is. Ugh. <sighs> Many people are right. Many people are right. He does, he does not deserve another shot in the NBA. Again, this wasn't some dude that he had an altercation with. It's not some dude. It's not another man he competed against and gave him a severe concussion, torn eardrum. All this stuff. It was a woman. And it was his wife. This dude's sick. <sighs>
He's a holy human being. And, honestly, he should be put in prison. He doesn't deserve to be, he just doesn't deserve it. Like, why? What will possess him? And, that's pretty much all. That was, that was pretty much all. I think everything else will be in private. Uh, she requested that all the different uh, rumors about the allegations and stuff just stop. She just wants to come private. Um, nothing else. Those are my feelings. But, guys, when that came out Wednesday, when I started to see that, I think it was like Wednesday, Wednesday night, something like I don't care when. It, it it broke my heart that that happened. It made me f angry because no man should ever do that to a woman. If it's dude on dude, still not right, but it's guy on guy, man versus man. You, 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 there, there's a difference in strength alone. That a man has over a woman. It's not me being. It's not me being insulting. It's just true. Especially a man that works out a lot. That has to train for an NBA season. That. Who knows how long he trains. Doesn't matter. So there's already. An advantage. You don't do that. It's sickening. And I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her children. That dude, Miles Bridges, should never see the NBA again. And I hope he goes to prison. What a horrible, rotten human being. But anyways, guys, I, I just wanted to bring that up. Just to recap some news around. I, I get it. That was not the best topic. But um, still, that's a topic that needs to be talked about. It's part of the news. Plus, we're just talking about it. We didn't live through that, so with that being said, let's move on to free agency day one. That was on Thursday. It, it's Wednesday, right? I'm sorry, ew, it's Saturday. So at the time this podcast, when it comes out, it'll be 8 a.m. I don't know if there's being more trades. I don't know if there's being more signings. I don't know. There probably will be come 7 o'clock. I'll probably be posting there before this podcast comes out, but still, guys, um, let's jump into day one. Let's get let's just hit it hard with these free agents and what went down. And first up, guys, we have the known stuff. We have Bradley Beal. Beal and the Wizards agreed to a five-year, two hundred and fifty-one million dollar maximum contract. He got the max, he signed the max, because he could have joined with any other team, it would have been less money, for only four years, but he decided to take the money, take the extra year, stay loyal to the Wizards, and I kind of see this go, I, I kind of saw a trending towards this, I knew he was going to be loyal, I didn't think that he was going to skip out on the Wizards, I know the Lakers are looking at him. I know our franchise is working on him, but let's just be realistic. You knew he was going to re-sign with the Wizards, A, make more money, get an extra year, 
and still being loyal to the fan base, to the organization, everything like that. Plus, the Wizards are trying to build out to where the actual contender for the playing tournament and for the playoffs. So that's a good one. Up next in this and up next in this one is very very good. I I agree with this one. Knicks went all in. They signed Jalen Brunson to a four-year, $104 million contract. Oh, excuse me, guys. It was really diff it was really difficult to pan if he's gonna go to the Mavericks or to the Knicks, but the Knicks kept clearing out cap space, trade away guys, bought guys out. Remember they they uh trade away Kemba Walker, Kim Walker with the Pistons. Bio contract, they got that bio agreement, and now, wow, once a free agent, hoping to get signed, the Knicks were able to sign their free agent, as it all pointed together. Jalen Brunson had family within that organization, there was good ties to there, they had the most money offered, so, in everything being considered, that was the best move forward of Brunson. And I, tr I truly believe that because who else is going to give him that type of money? Who else is going to give him that type of year? That's everything that he wanted. Plus, they're going to build that team around him, RJ, and every and everybody else there. They re-signed uh, Michael Robinson, but we're going to get to that in a bit because I've seen this in day two, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, guys, you saw Jalen Brunson. You're going back and forth. But when you saw the Mavericks... Uh, meeting got get canceled. You knew he was gonna be a for sure Nick, uh, Knicks player. It's not bad. Moving on to number three, and I'm only gonna pick the top guys here. I'm doing the top guys, analyze them. I'm just gonna do run it like normal, if that makes sense. So up next we have Anthony Simon Simmons. Simon Simmons Simmons. Oh gosh, okay. Simons? Okay. Anthony Simons. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. If not, uh, you guys can just absolutely torture me in the comments. But he actually re signed with the Trailblazers. Yeah, he agreed to a four year, $100 million contract. I don't know why that threw me off that he was making $25 million a year. But for the Blazers, that makes sense. As he's been working out for that team. As the franchise is just trying to hold on to dear life with game time. And they're actually making some pretty good moves. So I had to uh, pause real quick because they're making good moves. Remember they got Jeremy Grant not too long ago. I believe that was two weeks ago. They've been moving along. They're getting guys. They've been re-signing guys. Again, we're going to get into that because I believe that was in day two where they re-signed their center. I'm going to get to that in a bit. But still, good signing. Lou Dort. Uh, this was pretty easy. Everyone was freaking out when, or taken back rather, when the funder canceled his team option. They just wanted to link him up for more money for more years. Which makes sense, because now Lou Dort's in our contract for five years, 85, oh, I'm sorry, $87.5 million. That's a really good contract. 
And many of you guys actually agreed that I'm trying to pull up the uh, poll that it was spot on because I asked just right, too high, or too low. And a lot of you guys said just right. And it does make sense. Why wouldn't it? They're going to keep it with Dort, keep it in the mix with Josh Giddy, Shea Gil Alexander, and all those different guys. It makes super. It makes a lot of sense. Plus, you're also getting uh, guys from the draft you've been working on. So, it, it makes sense. But, yeah, a lot of you guys voted that 54% of y'all said just right. 30%, 38% of y'all said too high. And 8% of y'all said too low. Um, I say it was just right. Too high, probably not. Too low, yeah, no, you're out. You're, you're just insane if you thought that was too low. Because I don't know what people were thinking that he was going to get an extra twelve and a half million to make that hundred mil. I don't see that. He's not worth a hundred mil right now. He may be when this contract's over or more. It just depends, right? But still, good deal. Uh, Bobby Portis re-signed with the Bucks. He agreed to a four-year, forty-eight and a half million dollar contract. That makes tons of sense. Look. You brought been brought to the dance. You won a championship of them. You're good. You got paid $48 million. That's your award. You turned down that option. Now you're here. You're extended. The Bucks and you met together, and it's going well. You're keeping the unit together, even though you lost. Even though you didn't want to keep Dante DiVincenzo, you knew Milwaukee was going to try to keep Bobby Portis because, well, you need a guy to stay physical in the paint and grab those rebounds without fail. Without fail. Uh, to be honest, guys, this one threw me off guard. It was Marvin Bagley. Um, you guys know how I feel about the third overall bum. I'm sorry, he just is. But the Pistons and him agreed to a new three-year contract worth $37 million. That one threw me off guard. I'm going to admit that because I'm not going to lie. That that threw me off. I was not expecting all that, guys. I truly wasn't. I was actually saying it was something completely different. But they're going to they're gonna keep them. I guess it works. I'm not going to question the Pistons. They've done well so far. And... Yeah, it, it, if it works out for them, just keep it. Marvin Bagley probably did not work out for the Kings, as noted by many, right? But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if, these, if they're able to switch things up, I I couldn't see. A, oh, thank you. Mike, my mic fell out. Okay, give me a second. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, my mic legit fell So while I was talking about Marvin Bagley, if you heard me stuttering and saying I'm a lot, no, that's not because of my speech. No, 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 no. It's because I was holding a microphone. See, that's why I should have a camera set up in here, because when you just see me holding that, because I was just holding like a baby. Because I was trying to put it back in while talking to you guys. Anyways, um... 
What was I even at? Anyways, guys, that was Marvin Bagley. Um, I'm going to start skipping through some of these. I'm going to get to more of the interesting ones. That Well, at least I think it's interesting. Chris Bosher uh, re-signed with the Raptors to a three-year $35 million deal. P.J. Tucker agreed to a three-year $33 million deal with the Sixers. I honestly believe that Daryl Moore is trying to recreate the 2018 Houston Rockets. But instead of James Harden, or yeah, James Harden's the main guy, you have Joel Embiid. I truly, truly do believe that. Um, next, you have Tyus Jones going back to the Grizzlies on a two-year $30 million contract. Makes sense for the Grizzlies. I like that contract. You're keeping the band together. And he's a guy that when John Moran was hurt, he stepped up big and proved in those minutes given that when John Moran, their star franchise player, is down, he can step up, make shots, make plays, and it's all good. Uh, Gary Payne, Gary Payne, um, he signed with the Trailblazers for three years, $28 million. Wow, that one threw me off. I thought the Warriors would try a little harder to re-sign him. I don't know what the issue was, but this is going to be a great defensive guy, growing to be an offensive guy for the Blazers. Again, building for Damian Lord to persuade him to stay. I, I can't believe that. To be honest, guys, that one took me. That was a shocker. I don't know why, but it was. I like Gary Payne. He won a championship, of course. So now he's on to the Blazers to hopefully win 40 games. But yeah. Deshaun Tate signed with the Rockets. Three years, $22 million. Nicholas Batum re signed with the Clippers. He agreed to a new two year, $22 million extension. Mohamed Bamba, or known as Mo Bamba, re-signed with the Magic for two years. Yep, $21 million. This one ripped my heart out like they did for my son's last postseason in the second round. Uh, that was just a monstrous collapse for us. But that is JaVale McGee signing a free-year $20 million contract with Dallas as... He is supposed to be the starting center on that team. He's supposed to be a starter. We're going to see if he's right about that. I'm pretty sure if he wasn't going to be the starter or given that assurance up front, then he would just stay with the Suns or went to a different team. But not bad for him. He's been great. It raised my heart out. I was a McGee guy. But we got bigger things coming because we could be getting uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, Nick Claxton, remember that name, re-signed with the Nets to a two-year $20 million deal, 10 per year. Remember that name, please. Uh, we noted how good Malik Monk was when he got signed to the Kings. Who won? Yeah, for two years, $19 million. We already mentioned that. Remember, go watch those mini-segments. Then, of course, we have Kyle Anderson to the Timberwolves on a two-year, $18 million contract. 
Isaiah Hardenstein goes to the Knicks. He agrees to a two-year, $16.7 million contract. Dion Wright, a guy that we projected to go to the Wizards, that was going to be the best fit for the Wizards, agreed to a two-year, $16 million contract. Pat Mills re-signed with the Nets, even though declining his option. He got even more money on a two-year, $14.4 million contract. Victor Oladipo uh, agreed to re-sign with the Heat, come back for one more year, $11 million. Amari Coffey re-signed with the Clippers to a free-year, $11 million deal. Dwayne Dedman and the Heat agreed to a two-year, $9 million contract. Daniel House and the Sixers agreed to a two-year, $8.4 million contract. Andre Drummond went to the Bulls. If the Bulls were already stacked, they are. They're just solidifying that depth chart, getting even bigger, growing, expand. Now when Nikola Vujovic comes off the court and Drummond comes on, that is going to be a rebound machine that you want to have. I'm excited, and I believe there's going to be more moves made by the Bulls. Uh, Joe Ingles signed with the Bucks on a one-year deal worth $6.48 million. That one actually surprised me a little bit. I wasn't paying attention to him too much, but he's a former Utah Jazz. He's a good shooter. He has some talent behind him, right? Um, he's a six-man. He's a six-man, right? Jordan Clarkson was better. So, Joe Ingles got beat out. But for a six-man, what the Bucks need, that works. He's going to be good for the role they give him. Lonnie Walker, former Spurs, didn't go back. The qualifying offer was rejected by the Spurs. They pulled that. Lakers were happy enough to give him a one-year, $6.48 million contract. You're going to see what he's worth. Kevin Knox, former New York Knicks player. Uh, signed with the Pistons on a two-year, $6 million contract. Javon Carter, for all my John, Javon Carter fans out there, especially me when he was a former Phoenix Sun. When he was a Phoenix Sun, that was very exciting. Um, didn't give him any minutes, but I was still a fan. He got two years, $4.6 million. Damian Jones went to the Lakers, two years, minimum salary contract. And a lot of these guys... So pretty much the rest of these, so from Trevine Queen to Mike Muscala, I hope I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry, to Juan Toscano Anderson, that's going to be all minimum salary contracts. I'm just going to speed for these guys real quick. So Trevine Queen signed with the Sixers to a two-year minimum salary contract. Troy Brown went to the Lakers on a one-year minimum salary contract. DeAndre Jordan to the Nuggets on a one-year minimum salary contract. And, uh, sorry, Mike Muscala to the Thunder on a one-year minimum salary contract. And finally, we have Juan Toscano Anderson, former Warrior, won a trophy, won a ring, right? Is now going to the Bay, or no, not to the Bay, ugh. Brains fried, I'm telling you. Is now going to LA, the Lake Show, on a one-year deal worth the minimum salary. And now we have our final three guys. 
I won't blame you if you only know one out of three of these guys. But first, Anthony Gill goes to the Wizards on a two-year contract. Devon Reed goes to Nuggets on a two-year contract. And Wes Matthews goes to Bucks on a one-year contract. It also should be noted that um, contract extensions were very high. That day one probably probably had more contract extensions than day two. I'm checking that. Oh, by far. By far. Because there was only one extension on day two where there were seven. But yeah, starting out, we have Nikhil Jokic. Well, Extended his contract with the Nuggets. He agreed to a five-year Supermax veteran extension. That That's actually really exciting. You want to know why? Because that's the richest deal in NBA history. No joke. I'm trying to pull up the contract terms. Give me a second, guys. Oh, why? Um... So that's how much day going. So yeah, he's making two hundred and sixty-four million dollars right now. That is the highest NBA deal in NBA history. That's that that's impressive. Or then you see, then you see like our guys right, Devin Booker. Uh, extended by the Suns, agreed to a four-year Supermax veteran extension. Big Cat Carl Anthony Towns um, extended his contract with the Terrorwolves, agreed to a four-year Supermax veteran extension. Uh, people are worried that, oh, well, why didn't he go before? Here's the saying Stephen Curry signed his contract. The late St. Luka Doncic, I believe. Don't quote me on those two guys. So, I didn't really see a problem there. Sure, was that interesting? It was, because people are like, oh, Big Cat, going to be immediately signed. I was also the same way, but no, 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 we're good, we're good. John Moran, Grizzlies, ink it up as they agree to a five-year maximum salary rookie scale extension. That means his contract can go to 231. I believe that was the number. Gary Harris in the Magic. Officially complete the two-year, $26 million veteran extension. Tara Prince and the Timberwolves, they officially complete the two-year, $16 million veteran extension. And lastly, my guys, Thaddeus Young and the Raptors come together, officially complete that two-year, $16 million veteran extension. And finally, guys, the trades. Again, we already detailed this. It was... Um, the Hawks and Spurs trade send DeJounte Murray and, well, and, what is that, Jock Landell to Atlanta for Danilio Ganari and three first-round picks and a first-round pick swap. Gallinari was waived, and we're just going to bleed over to day two, and he was signed by the Celtics. I'm going to get that to a second. But, Again, it's going to be a deadly backcourt. Hawks gave up virtually nothing to get DeJounte Murray, which is beautiful. I've always been a fan of DeJounte Murray. 
Again, guys, listen to the mini segment. It'll, both of the mini segments will be posted down below, as I have great insight on that. I really do. Deadly backcourt, him and Young. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, I'm going to be there. Sign me up. So we got through day one. Day two is not that bad. There's only 21 signings, free trades, and two other, well, one extension. So not that bad. Some of this was expected. I said earlier yesterday that it was kind of crazy not to see Colin Sexton or Zach Levine signed yet, especially when it comes to Zach Levine since I saw he was going to be there on day one, already signed to the max contract. Well, pretty much signed, yeah, signed to the max contract because for weeks the Bulls said back off, he's re-signing with us, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and that was that. They said we're gonna just going to get him, we're going to retain him. But that convenience come. So I caught me off guard, but I did tell you guys that one of those two guys are going to go, and I was right. Zach Levine went first of the day to a five-year, $215 million max contract. Yeah, he gets to bring in the big bucks. I wonder if Zach Levine was going to be part of his contract. I'll be the ball boy for five years, $215 million. Oh, well. Moving on, uh, Huzav Nervik uh, re-signed with the Portland Trailblazers as they both as both sides agreed to a four-year, seventy million dollar contract. Pretty much what I was saying in the beginning, they're just building, they're saving together, they're just trying to keep all the pieces there, add pieces, and remove pieces so they can accommodate Dame time, Dame Lillard, which makes sense. Uh, Mitchell Robinson next agreed to a four-year, sixty million dollar contract. That makes sense. Um, I like it. He did battle with some injuries, but overall he was pretty effective in the paint, crashing those boards, and getting some easy buckets. Gavon Looney Warriors agreed to a free year, $25.5 million contract. I like this signing a lot, guys, because they reward him for their for his efforts. He was an Iron Man this uh this past season. Playing all 82 regular season games and all 22 NBA playoff games, that's that's 104 total NBA games played in one season. Cause he's been dealing with injuries a lot, but to see him get inked up to a free year, 25 and a half million dollar contract is exciting. I am a Kevon Looney guy, even though I like the Suns. Tells you all you need to know. Ricky Rubio re-signed with the Cavaliers on a free-year $18.4 million contract. John Wall Clippers agreed to a two-year $13.2 million contract. That came official, even though it was looming It was looming around that, oh, he was just going to get bought out and he was going to go to the Clippers. That was pretty much already there before day two. But this got officialized. This became... Officially official like this is just doubling Excuse me doubling down on the rumors, right? So pretty much something we already knew makes sense that we can see John Wall play with Paul George Kawhi Leonard and all of those different guys. That's gonna be scary Man has the West got more 
complicated, more tough, and more frustrating for the Suns. At least would we be signed game one. But yeah, um, uh, Bruce Brown signed with the Nuggets on a two-year, $13 million contract. Like I said before, Danilo Gallinari signed with the Celtics on a two-year, $13 million contract. That makes sense how he was waived, as that was the top team he wanted to sign with and the top team interested in him. Celtics are still making moves. We'll note that later. Uh, Jalen Smith re-signed with the Pacers on a two-year $9.6 million contract. Pretty much, when I was talking to, when I was telling my dad about this one, I pretty much told him that this was going to be in the pole park after two years came out of 7 to $10 million. I was right. Again, Jalen Smith, even though he's a top 10 pick, a lottery pick, not worth other lottery picks in the past, if that makes sense. Dante DiVincenzo, he's getting a great trade off. He went from an NBA winning team to an NBA win, uh, to an NBA Finals champion, the current champions, the Warriors, on a two-year, nine-point-three million-dollar contract. And with the way the Warriors are playing, he's guaranteed a championship. Don, uh, so Dante Vincenzo, even though you were high on the Suns board to get, congrats going to Golden State. Thanks for making our lives a living nightmare. Okay. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr. and the Bulls agreed to a two-year, $6.6 million contract. Byron Forbes and the Timberwolves agreed to a one-year minimum salary contract. Oh boy, we're about to get to a minimum salary contract. Just get ready. Aaron Holiday, former Suns, whom we traded for in the middle of the season at the NBA trade deadline. He continued, didn't really play that much for the Suns. Really bad letdown. Was not his fault. We just did not want to play him. I don't know why. Everyone was screaming from the top of his pump, but I'm not bitter. I'm bitter. But yeah, he signed with the Hawks on a one-year minimum salary contract. Cool thing about that is, is now he's able to play with his brother Justin Holiday on on off with Atlanta on the same team. Pretty cool. Damian Lee, like I said, signed with the Suns on a one-year minimum salary contract. Robin Lopez and the Cavaliers agreed to a one-year minimum salary contract. Raul Nito, Nito, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce your name correctly. My apologies. Signed the Cavaliers on a one-year minimum salary contract. Bobo, yes, my guy, Bobo, signed with the Magic to a two-year contract. That's my guy. Lou Cornette and the Celtics agreed to a two-year contract. Otto Porter Jr., uh, who looks like Will Chamberlain. Uh, and the Raptors agreed to a two-year contract. Drangu Banks signed with the Trailblazers to a one-year contract. And Phil Pinson, or Pinson, Pinson, something like that, signed with the Mavericks on a one-year deal. Now, this is where it, things get interesting. First trade, we see Rudy Gobert dealt from the Jazz to the Timberwolves for five players and four first round draft picks. Three of them are unprotected and there's also a pick swap through thrown into there. That's really good. Now you have the now you have a newly formed twin towers. There's gonna be more questions looming around that on okay. Are the Timberwolves still gonna try to trade D'Lo? Because Duro saw his days were numbered. 
Um, I don't know. I pose that question. Now. I don't know if his num days are numbered. I say no, not anymore because you've got Rudy Gobert now. So it's a pretty good lineup. I say you keep that starting five with Edwards, Anderson, Gobert, D'Lo, and Big Cat. You got the new Twin Towers. You got Ant Man. You got everyone there. So it's going to be very, very exciting. Then Pacers agreed to trade Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics for five players and a 2023 first round draft pick, top 12 protected. Uh, guys, the Celtics just committed a uh, crime. They committed the heist. They just committed the heist of this free agency for this season, for this offseason because they gave up Aaron Nesmith and Daniel Smith and Daniel Tice and a bunch of our guys that didn't mean anything or do anything really. Uh, not offensive, just reality. It's called truth. And a 2023 first round pick, top 12 protected. Still, you take that for Melton Brogdon. Uh, the Pacers were have been looking to trade him. They've been wanting to trade him for a while, but since he signed his contract last October, um, they could not trade him until the start of a new NBA calendar year. So they just couldn't say how to hold on, and now the Celtics were able to get him, and I I like this one a lot. Why? Wait a minute. Am I singing? Am I singing the right guy? And because now you're gonna have like a true playmaker, right? If I'm singing the right guy, I'm probably sure I am. Yeah. But yeah, now you have Malcolm Brogdon fan in there. He's going to be a really, really nice. Um. He's gonna be a really nice playmaker. I'm excited. I was not able to do the mini segment on there, but I've have detailed that several times on social media and on the site and lastly we have the Hawks agreeing to trade Kevin Herter to the Kings for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless and a 2024 first round pick uh, lottery protected top 14 protected right Well, um, I already did a video on that. They, the Kings won. They have a solid lineup. I'm not going to break it down again, but they could easily be in the playing tournament. If everything on paper translates to the real world, then they got a real shot without fail. And other news, guys, real quick. Zion Williamson and the Pelicans are nearing, if not already completed, a five-year Maximum salary, rookie scale extension. Um, expected to include protections related games played and or and or injury. So he's gonna be making a lot of money for playing eighty four games. He's only played one season and a few games only, and he gets a max. What a bum! Like Zion, he's just gonna blow his knees again. He's gonna eat too much, blow out his knees. Uh-oh, get all paid off that money, and now you can't even trade him because 
Yeah, I don't know why you do that. That's just really bad. That That is, like, exceptionally bad. Like, that's really bad. D does anyone want me to continue to go on? On how bad that is? I, I will. I, I, I can. I most assuredly can. But I'm not. Because here's why, guys. I still got a ton of time. But I'm going to make a mini... But I'm probably going to make a mini episode on that. I probably am. Sorry, just tightening up my microphone. That's why I'm not holding it. But yeah, um... And sure, I'm sorry about guys if that was a quick recap as things. Because we shifted from... Uh, the bomb Miles turn. Oh, I'm sorry, Miles Bridges to the past two days of free agency again. I would just catch that all up on NBA Twitter, on our NBA Twitter account because we've just been jamming there. Not even kidding. I have dual monitors here trying just to look at everything because yes, I'm that type of guy to where I I, I need to be. Valid. I just need to validate everything I'm doing, right? I'm just trying to, um, I, I don't know. Here, I'm looking at my Twitter right now. So I got mock drafts. I, not mock drafts. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to be, I don't know if I'm trying to be an idiot today or not. About to find out. But okay, we're trying to do mock trades. And that's what I'm about to get into. I have a history, I have a timeline of everything that's happened. Like not an exact timeline, but like all the main bullet points. And I'm just going to bleed into it. That was the end of recapping news of the day. Now, in our fine, enjoyable Saturday, we have the topic of the day. And that's going to be looking at Kevin Durant, Suns, Nets, and the mystery fur team announced by um, Flex from Jersey. I'm going to get into all of this. But it's going to start in the beginning. So it's been a roller coaster, an emotional roller coaster for uh, fans in the Valley, for NBA fan bases everywhere, and for front offices everywhere. Why? Because when do you ever see a rare opportunity like this come up where a team has a chance to get a unicorn? They get a Hall of Famer that is pretty much the model of today's unicorn. That is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the greatest. Um, He's one of the few greatest soft in today's game. Minusing out LeBron and stuff. And all those different guys. Stephen Curry of course. But yeah Kevin Durant. And it was odd too. Because he signed his contract. Not too long ago for four years. And a buttload of money. So he's just starting that contract. Next, uh, this upcoming season. I don't get that as such. But, Sean Marks, in this front office, has blown everything in Brooklyn. Because KD's probably doing this because they're like, Oh yeah? You don't, you, you want to start messing with Kyrie? Okay, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. You don't want to give him the max? You want to try to trade my friend? Okay, I'm, I don't want to request a trade. I'm one out. You guys have ticked me off the last time. You have pushed me over the edge. You guys have officially done it. 
sufficiently. You guys have done that. Right? So it starts out with Kevin Durant requesting a trade out of Brooklyn. And then per Chris Haynes, Suns are his number one destination landing. And this is like the holy grail. This is like seeing a glimpse of heaven or something. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Because it's like the holy grail. Because how many times do you get to see, oh, hey, uh, did you check the news? Suns could be getting Kevin Durant. What? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. when is all this checking out? We get rid of VA? They get Kevin Durant? Okay, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll give up all the draft. We'll give up all the draft capital. We don't care about that. We'll get rid of it all. We'll make flexibility financially. We'll get the financials all worked out. We'll trade everyone, everything to get KD. We're not pointing that. We're not pointing Knicks move by trying to go all in on Carmelo. You don't have a team, right? Gotta play smartly. It's what James Jones been doing. So as the time goes on, we find out that the Nets only have interest in Devin Booker and not DeAndre Ain. That's a shot to the heart. Because we don't want to give up Devin Booker, and nor will James Jones give up Devin Booker. I, like, if we gave up Devin Booker, I just burned my Devin Booker jersey and everything Phoenix Suns related, which is a lot. Because if you guys have not to have seen yet, be able to tell, I am a Phoenix Suns fan. I I don't have their pen, I don't have their fly, but I have the Cardinals fly, I'll burn that. Oh. I should have burned that when the Cardinals gave up 10-2 and two just to lose in the first round. Oh, I really hate our quarterback. But anyways, that is football-related. Um, so you had that, because then it came out, well, the Nets want an all-star type player, they want an all-star player. Now the Nets want two all-star players. It's like, what? Do we have to give up Cam Johnson? Do we have to give up Mikel Bridges? Now people like uh, Gambo from AZ Sports, 98.7, uh, AZ Sports, Arizona Sports, right? He said there, we made, there was also different rumors including him. And maybe we don't have to give up Mikel that, that the Suns are really working hard. That both sides are trying. That a third team will have to come in. There will have to be all these different scenarios. So it gets really complicated. And I'm also just listening. Because when this first came out on Thursday. I turned on Burns and Gamble. I'm listening. I have this playing in the office. My father was in the office room. We're listening. We're having this playing on my computer. Because we're just trying to see if anything breaks out. What they're talking about. I want to know what these experts saying. I want to know what Burns and Gamble are saying. So that's all we're doing. I'm checking Twitter because I'm still going for all the freight and stuff. I'm still trying to tweet things out. I'm on my phone. I'm on my computer. I'm trying to do stuff. I'm trying to break news here. I'm trying to write art. It was a whole thing, guys. And I'm a one-man wrecking crew. Give me my props. And then we find out that, wow, the Nets really have no interest. Well, I guess it was financially or something. But... They really told us by re-signing their center, Nick Claxton, to a two-year, $20 million deal. I told you guys to remember that name. Hope you did earlier because they re-signed him. They're like, we don't want DA. Don't give us DA. We're going to reject that. We're not going to trade you, KD, if you give us DA. Period. Final. No questions can be asked. That type of situation. 
So now, Suns Suns fans are screaming like, "Wait, it's not happening today!" Because sure, we all saw. Now wait a minute. We have something going here, because this just got leaked. Maybe in a few hours. Okay, day one passes. Then day two comes. Oh, okay, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. So you guys get where I'm going with this. So then a third team has to come to the mix, get Ain off the Suns. I've been pointing towards that. Suns might not have to trade Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. They may have to. Who knows? Now, rumors were saying that Bridges may not have to be traded, but will have Cam Johnson have to be traded? But then, things started to come out by multiple people. I think Gamble pointed point towards this. Flex from Jersey. There was a lot of guys. I'm sorry if I'm getting these things mixed up, but uh, I have the bullet points here. Where Jazz most likely are the third team involved in this trade, as and this is great news, and this was confirmed or at least reported, rumored by Flex from Jersey. Um, has a potential trade between the Suns, Nets, and Jazz that can be finalized today. I can finally get a unicorn. I'm not talking about Chet Holmgren. The skinny version of KD with none of the skills of KD. We got the actual KD. The GOAT Kevin Durant. The future Hall of Famer. I see you guys can see my extreme bias towards this man. So then we find out again from Perflux from Jersey that this that the trade is centered around DeAndre into Utah. Donovan Mitchell to Brooklyn, and Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Again, this is per flex from Jersey. I'm hyped, guys. So I told you Donovan Mitchell could have been on the road. I asked that question. I said to people, people are like, oh, no, Donovan Mitchell, Jazz aren't going to give him up. Well, here's the thing. The Jazz won a young center Want a young center that's not going to cost as much as Rudy Gobert did. They're going to find that DA. They want DA. What will they give up? They'll probably give up Donovan Mitchell. They'll send to the Knicks, which, um, sorry, not the Knicks, the Nets, to make it worth their wild. So when you're making it worth their wild, you're making it worth the Suns' wild by the Nets giving the Suns Kevin Durant. Now, my faithful listeners and everyone that has listened to me for an hour and five minutes, let me sit back down on this. Oh, nice chairs. I now just hear my bones cracking. Joy. Now, guys, real quick, guys. Uh, the Suns are trending with Damian Lee and Kevin Durant. Damian Lee should either be in the same category as Kevin Durant or even the same league as Kevin Durant. But that's a conversation for a different day, obviously. But, um, but yeah. So, I have this really cool... Um, I have two mock drafts. Two mock drafts. The first one, this is my first one. So the Suns would get Kevin Durant, Jordan Clarkson, a 2023 first rounder by Brooklyn, a 2028 first rounder by Brooklyn, a 2023 first rounder by Utah, and a 2025 second rounder by Utah. The Nets would get Donovan Mitchell from Utah, Mikel Bridges from Phoenix, Landry Shaman from Phoenix. A 2025 first rounder, a 2027 first rounder, a 2029 first round, and a 2023 first rounder, all from Phoenix. 
Honestly, the Jazz would get Joe Harris from Brooklyn, DeAndre Ayn from Phoenix, a 2028 second rounder from Brooklyn, and a 2025 first rounder from Brooklyn. That was my first mock draft. Here is my second one. Because they may not want to move off Jordan Clarkson. That could be a strong saying that I have heard that they don't want to move off Jordan Clarkson. I get that. Is there still a possibility of moving off Jordan Clarkson when I love the Suns to get Jordan Clarkson? Yes, but more realistically, ugh, you would see, and this is the second one, by the way, the Suns would get Kevin Durant from Brooklyn, Mike Connolly, uh, point guard from Utah, uh, 2023 first rounder from Brooklyn, 2028 first rounder by Brooklyn, 2023 first rounder by Utah, 2025 second rounder by Utah. The Nets would get uh, Donovan Mitchell, Mikael Bridges, Landry Shaman, 2025, 2027, 2029, 2023 first rounder all by Phoenix. And then Joe Harris, Cameron Payne, Bjorn Drain, 2028 second rounder by uh, Brooklyn and 2025 first rounder by Brooklyn to the Utah Jazz. The same trade was put together, but Jordan Clarkson was subbed out for Mike Conley. Plus, I was adding in Cameron Payne to Jazz to spice up. So it was a point guard for point guard um, swap because there's two years left on each of their contracts. But you see a $16 million difference. $16.6 million difference. Mike Connolly is a lot more. Campaign is not. That's huge. So the biggest spender is just DeAndre Ayn on that. But that's not bad. It's not bad at all, guys. It's not bad at all. So now where do we go with those two mock trades? I want to say we get a deal done. I want to say that, hey, uh, we can get this thing done. Because I believe, because here's, here's how I look at this thing with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, in my personal opinion, would not have requested trade to try to force his way out of Brooklyn, name Phoenix as top destination, if he did not think that was going to happen. If he thought he had no chance of that to happen, he, then he wouldn't have requested and he would have just stayed put, stay content in Brooklyn. But, that's not the case. He thinks he has a real shot with the Nets trading him to the Suns. And the Suns able to work everything out and potentially bring in the Jazz. So, with that being said, I 100% agreed that Kevin Durant's coming to the Suns. I think it's inevitable. My confidence got high because Kevin Durant, because no team's going to give up all these assets. From players, cash picks, everything. Even it was like even like lottery picks uh, that was protected, protected top three, top top whatever, top ten, whatever, top twelve, whatever it may be. They want to give all that up if they knew Kevin Durant didn't want to go there because Kevin Durant could just say, "Yo, I ain't playing for y'all. I I'm just gonna sit out. You're gonna waste all of your assets." I'm gonna. You're gonna take your own, tank your own team. You're gonna ruin your own team because you saw I was gonna play for you. I'm not gonna play for you. That's pretty much what he's saying. Even though he has a no trade clause, 
clause in there. Goodness, I cannot speak today. In his contract, that would be able to say, I'm not going there, I'm not going there, I'm not going there. But because of the status that he has, the power that he does hold, without his legally binding contract, he's able to say, okay, you want to trade me there? Fine, go ahead, I'm just not going to play for you. Simple as that. That's pretty much what he can do. And people can say, well, it doesn't work like that. It does. Because now a team has to take into consideration, take that factor into consideration that, yo, I, I'm, I'm jeopardizing my entire team for a guy that doesn't even want to come here. It's probably going to sit and then become a huge problem, a huge pain in the booty. Pretty much how it's going to run. So I am very confident that this deal gets done. I believe that this deal gets done. I don't want to see Mikel Bridges get traded, but I'm sorry if it has to be done. I love Mikel Bridges. I don't want him to leave. I don't want Cam Johnson to leave. I don't want any of those guys to leave. I wish they could all stay here and we could come and Durant for free. That they would actually pay us the money. It doesn't work like that. Wish it would, but it doesn't. Oh, well. But that's my feelings on it. Because you don't. You would never see Kevin Durant say, well, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to leave it up to Francis. No, it's all in his power. Let's, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. And here's the thing. I want that possibility to control. I believe there's a great possibility of them keeping Mikel Bridges. Because the one thing that the the one thing the Phoenix Suns have the advantage over all the other teams that are competing for the attention for the love of Kevin Durant is the Nets being able to go out and say, who has the most draft capital? When where's the most draft capital? Where is our future at? And our future is at here with the Phoenix Suns. We get you five first round picks in 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029. We can get you those. We can swap picks. We can do that. You can get better. We can work things out. That would actually work a lot. Because what? You think some other team when the Nuggets would be able to afford him? No. They're not going to give up those types of players. They're not going to give up all those different draft picks. The Suns, per James Jones, don't build for the draft unless they find it absolutely necessary. They don't, don't care about giving up that much draft capital, giving up that much asset. Why? Because it's Kevin Durant. Why? Because it's a player worth getting that's worth five first-rounders or four first-rounders. Right, and I meant to say four only. Oh my goodness. And we're just getting started. But yeah, so it gets very, very interesting. The Nets are going to be settled. They get, if they get the Jazz as Donovan Mitchell, if they get Landry Shaman, they get regrettably Michael Bridges. Because these are all guys that, okay, we're offloading Kevin Durant's contract, Joe Harris' contract. For Donovan Mitchell's contract, for Mikael's Bridges' contract, and Lee Sham's contract, three players that pretty much tend him out a little more over Kevin Durant's contract, right? Putting that into perspective. Putting that into perspective. Um, Karen Payne, I wouldn't mind subbing him out for Mike Connolly. Say Mike Connolly's more 
of a veteran type. I think he's a better playmaker. I still hate to see Cam go, but gotta give up. I really hate giving up Mikel Bridges. I hope my uh, trade is wrong. I'm still gonna come out with trades if it's not too late. But I hope the Suns can do everything possible in their will and this in their power, infinite power to keep Mikel Bridges. Because I do believe there is a strong possibility that they get this done while keeping Mikel Bridges with Devin Booker, CP3, and potentially adding Kevin Durant and all those different guys. I truly do believe that. Now, if you try to keep Mikel Bridges, you may not get Mike Connolly. You may have to give up. But here's the thing. The Nets just won an All-Star. So you give DA the Jazz to Utah, then Utah gives Brooklyn the All-Star and Donovan Mitchell, then you give up Andrew Sherman, who's four years, 9.5 million, something like that, over the course of the year, I think. So when you think about it that way, this is a very, very successful, realistic trade. Now, will all these guys get traded? Probably not. But, it, but the cap impact is not that bad. The Jazz are saving the most amount of money. Then the Nets. Then the Suns. But it's the Jazz without fail. So, here's how it goes. Suns get four Get, Suns get two players and four picks. Nets get three players and four picks. And Jazz get three players and two picks. And these are all guys that they can use. These are all guys that they can use. And I truly do believe that. So that's how my feelings on it. I've been talking about it a lot. I hope that clears some of it up. Um, I'm going to see if I can learn anything else more about this. But... As far as I know, with my limited knowledge on these things, I guess, um, you're just going to be seeing, um, an, an, I hope, a new era in Phoenix. I believe this is going to be getting done because Kevin Durant holds power, not legally speaking, over his contract and where he goes. That's just the power of his name and just the power of what he can do. I truly do believe that. So I am super duper excited. I see the Jazz as the team that's going to be like, yep, we're taking them. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say. I think it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. I cannot wait. And guys, with that being said, I'm going to be getting back to Twitter, reporting, responding to you guys, retweeting, liking stuff. And finding out stuff that I can post on Courtside to Twitter account to keep you guys updated. And without further ado, I'll catch you guys Sunday. I'll be here recapping day three. Hoping Kevin Durant's name pops up and we get him. Oh, I'm begging. And without further ado, I'll see you guys Sunday. Have a great weekend. Have a great 4th of July. Celebrate it. And guys. I'll see you Sunday. Have a great day.